0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Tail Talk. It's Vicki. Yeah, I know it's kind of late. I usually get this done a little earlier in the evening, but I was up in the common lounge talking with fellow classmates and instructors as we were are preparing for our solo route in the morning of the Elm Street. Um, so we had a nice... Wooden map on the table, beautiful map, has braille and has all the streets perfectly mapped out so that we can work on which, you know, where to turn, how many blocks, and all that wonderful stuff. But keeping in mind that the actual memorization of the route is secondary to handling our dogs. The instructors really aren't looking to see if we memorize the route. They're looking to see how well we work our dogs through unusual circumstances, such as dog distractions, barriers that can be anything from a car blocking the sidewalk to scaffolding to a ladder stretched across the sidewalk. You name it, it can create a barrier. And, of course, traffic. Traffic checks. Traffic checks. This is something that is very, very, very important to us as to me. I, I will speak specifically for myself, although I have a feeling that if we asked everyone in my class, they would be in agreement. One of the main reasons I got a dog is because drivers are getting, well, it seems like they're getting blinder and they're getting crazier, and cars are getting quieter. And so it is so important that I can trust my dog in any traffic setting. And this is one of the most important skills that the seeing eye teaches our dogs. And as where I can't take you step by step through that actual training process, what I can share with you is how they actually conduct what they refer to in class as a traffic check. And it is... Probably something that would be very difficult for family members to watch (laughs) because they actually appear like they're going to run us down. But in actuality, they are completely in control and know exactly what they're doing. And the idea behind these traffic checks is to teach the dog that avoiding a bad situation is a good thing. Now... If you think about crossing a street, of course, the first question I am asked is, how do you know when to cross the street? Does the dog tell you? Okay, so if the dog told me, I would still be waiting at some light. So, you know, uh, no, the dog doesn't tell you. It's up to me to evaluate traffic by the sound. Um, If you have a regular intersection with perpendicular and parallel traffic, the ideal time to cross is when the perpendicular traffic is going. Okay, but then you have other issues such as right turns on red and um, other folks who maybe just decided not to stop. So any number of things can happen. So what the seeing eye teaches is for the dog to be able to deal with any scenario that could possibly face him or her. It is a technique that's called intelligent disobedience. This is the first part. If I'm standing at a corner and Astro and I are patiently waiting and I get the signal to cross and I tell him forward, but there's a car right there. He's going to refuse my command. Um, If I tell Astro forward and... We step out into the street and all of a sudden a car comes by in front of us. He might even have to back up. He might have to speed up. The key is I have to know through the harness what he is trying to get me to do. I have to be ready to follow him, whether it's backing up, going forward, stopping, whatever is necessary. And it can be a little scary But it is so necessary. And it's part, one of the main reasons that a dog is just so wonderful. I know plenty of safe cane travelers. But even the majority of them will tell you that dealing with traffic and dealing with drivers these days can be rather frightening. So... Our dogs this morning were challenged quite a bit with traffic. (laughs) Of course, the supervisor of our class is the one that's trying to run us over, and she said she owed me a second one because she didn't get me yesterday. (laughs) But when you, you know, of course, we we have fun with it, and we, we joke about it, but we also know just how serious this is. And... Going through these traffic checks really helps develop the trust between dog and handler. Astro, in the short time that we've been together, has already shown me that he is excellent with this type of work. Since I travel in all different environments, that is very comforting to me. Because, of course, Valor and I um, had been together for a long time and I trusted my life to him. So Astro and I have a long way to go as we learn each other. But we sure do have a good start. Tomorrow morning we'll be doing the Elm Street solo, and I'm doing a modified version so my knee doesn't scream at me all the way down that very long hill on Elm Street. Very grateful for the modified. Yes, indeed. And then after we'll be doing starting what's called Freelance, and I'll talk more about that at another time. Um... So, in the morning, we'll get up and have our breakfast, and then we will head into town. It's always interesting in the morning because my instructor sometimes has me come in first, sometimes uh, maybe a little later. They do try to have the, especially folks that deal with diabetes, they do try to have them um, go in first because it's best to walk after eating. So... um, With one gentleman in my class being diabetic, he goes in first. Sometimes I go in with him. We work separately, though. Uh, And sometimes we work in pairs. We have two ladies in my class that will work together tomorrow. That's kind of fun because, you know, it helps if you have someone else to help you remember the route. But again, that being said, it's not the memorization of the route the instructors are looking for. It's handling your dog and knowing how to handle, because never fails. You practice these routes with your instructor, and then the solo comes, and now they're with you. It's not like they just abandon you. But something happens that's different. <laughs> it never fails. Something interesting happens. Well, this is life. This is what's going to be going on for hopefully the next seven, eight, nine years with your dog. And so how you handle yourself is what they're looking for. Well, let's see. What else do I want to share today? Good dinner tonight. Ooh, yes. We had chicken parmesan and linguine with marinara and a nice tossed salad and for dessert, cheesecake, and it was so good. Oh, very good. Their food here is amazing. For, for lunch today, we had a, a seafood salad sandwich or there was, it was some kind of a roast beef uh, cheese sandwich. I guess it was pretty good. But I had this seafood salad. And a delightfully cherry crumble with whipped cream dessert. Yes. And I had dessert twice today because I didn't have any dessert yesterday. So I don't feel guilty. <laughs> so yes, their food here is awesome and um, they just really know how to make you feel wonderful here. They always have a good choice, you know, like for breakfast. I had the choice of a hot cereal or cold cereals, yogurt and granola, which I do enjoy. They had fried eggs, hash browns and toast and all kind of good stuff. I had just had a couple eggs and a couple pieces of toast and I was good to go. So, I guess this is it for this evening. Sorry that it was so late. I usually try to get this done a little earlier in the evening, but well, you go with the flow, as I've said before. In this, case, in this class, it's been go with the snow. <laughs> so, for Astro and I and for Tail Talk, thank you for joining me this evening, and I hope everyone has an awesome night. And I'll talk with you again tomorrow.